yeah, I, I, I puked randomly this week. That was pretty good. Hey, welcome to episode 154 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Paul. Hey. And Blake. Hey. How's it going, guys? Good. Pretty Paul. good. 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 How are you doing, Nick? Um, all right. Let's 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 talk about uh, what we've been playing this week. Yep. Let's, uh, let's Just rolling straight into it? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, this is a very manly podcast this week, I guess. Yeah. Let's talk about video games. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Paul, how many kids don't get that reference <laughs> uh, all of them born after 2000 at least probably, uh, probably I feel like that show was repeating repeated for a long time yeah 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 there's a snake in my boot same guy really wait no he was he was the other one he was the astronaut um mr falling with style you've lost me yeah i'm way off Wilson, I fell off. What? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm saying Buzz Buzz, Buzz Lightyear yeah. was yeah. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Do you think oh, it's right. Do you think it's a shock that they didn't get Tim Allen to voice the recent Buzz Lightyear? No. In fact, if anything, it's on theme for how merchandise from films works. Like, okay, you get the real voice actor to do, or you get an actor to do a movie. Yeah, and then uh, when the merch happens it's some random voice actor who mimics the actor yeah i get it i suppose and that's that keep in mind what what buzz lightyear is yeah 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 like, I, I i yeah i'm just i don't know I just think when they did the, the the like lion king tv show or whatever they didn't have did they even have to do a lion king tv show they did a uh no it was a game so, some of them some of the voice actors did come back of course, they get some. Like that guy, that stars. guy that's in uh, Only Murders in the Building right now. That I, I can't remember his name. The guy that played uh, Tim Timon. He came back for the uh, the TV show. Who? Martin Short? I don't. No. <laughs> no. Who do you mean? He <laughs> played Timon. I don't know his name. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. He's uh, in Only Murders he, in the Building. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's not one of the main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know who you're talking. Yeah. About. I don't. I, I don't think I've ever known his name, but like, um, he, he, yeah, he's got a pretty distinctive voice. Yes, yes. Okay, sure. Fair, fair point. Yeah, fair point. You know who they didn't get though is like the stars. Like yeah, the, yeah, that's true. The main character, <laughs> uh, the guy who played Aladdin, probably wasn't doing Aladdin in the cartoon series. I'm not sure about that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm not sure about that either. All the guy, the I know guy is... that the guy that did. I, why do I know such weird uh, facts? But the guy that did Aladdin's voice was uh, a guy that played DJ's boyfriend in uh, Full House. Really? Yeah. I know that he played <laughs> Greg Brady in the Brady Bunch movie. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Is that Brady Bunch movie ahead of its time? Uh, I I watched it literally. I think last week. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna say yeah. 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 I mean, no. But yeah, it's it's certainly a movie of its time. I wouldn't say it's ahead of its time. Well, actually. it's quite a. So what I mean is, it's no. quite a spoof, right? Of the of Brady Bunch. It's a complete spoof. Yeah, it's it's, it's transposing a '70s idealistic family into uh, the '90s grunge like yep. mentality. Yeah, and uh, 
Jan, I think, is probably one of the most underrated characters uh, of from that movie from yeah. of of any comedy. It's uh. just very good. Jan is definitely the highlight. Anyway, that's cool. This is a podcast about video games, as you can tell. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we've been playing them. Paul, have you been playing them? Yes. Thanks. What have you been playing? You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. Uh, no, uh, after we were talking about it last podcast, I did pick up Slay the Spire. Uh-huh. Um, been good. playing a bit of that. Yep. And Blake, did you? I bought it. Yep, good. And Nick, did you? Yep, thank you. Um, uh, I played a fair bit of it, probably more than I should have, considering all the responsibilities I have. <laughs> it's pretty it's it's got a real like just one more room yes. vibe yes. yes like i i was playing it last night while making dinner my dinner burned a little bit because i was like oh just one just one more <laughs> i shouldn't ask but what were you making uh it was a stir fry okay yeah very easy uh sounds Is like it, that's a va- dangerous meal to be trying to play games during the <laughs> nah you shouldn't forget <laughs> More like a stern bur- stir burn, am I right? Oh, I stir it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's more so of a there fry. There wasn't a lot of stirring <laughs> going on. Uh, a still fry. Yeah, it's more of a still fry. <laughs> like one side really well fried, other side completely not cooked yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's talk about... Uh, wait, actually, before we jump too deep into Slay the Spire, did anybody play anything else? Blake, did you play... Aloth? Um, I didn't play too much more but you have played it i i bought it i played maybe an hour okay <laughs> i have not played... oh, you get that's enough to get the gist of it <laughs> <laughs> it's just that for yeah. uh, i don't know 50 more hours i think i haven't seen any of the character progression i haven't completed a single uh, oh, okay. fighting area which by the way i just hate that term fighting um, area yeah, yeah. The, the, mechanically there's a term in the game uh, for a region that you can capture, capture, and they call them fighting areas or FAs for short. <laughs> is that is that um, in the tutorial? Like that pops up. Yeah, yeah. So that was an issue. I just you know didn't read them. Oh, I was like, I'll figure like, this out. Well, half the fun of the game is figuring it out. No, 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 <laughs> no. What? Yeah, what are you I, talking about? It's like a puzzle that you got to figure out. That's kind of true. But how many games? It's doing a bunch of words at you. You, yeah. you just skip that. Oh Especially in like, tutorials like that. So that hurts, hurts to hear as a game designer. <laughs> Especially those. Uh, Nick, you as a game designer, you must agree that tutorials that are just like, here's a wall of text, uh, are not the greatest tutorial. Of course not. No. And exactly. And that's why I'm like, well, look, if, you, if you're not going to spend the time in like, you know, integrating this into the actual gameplay, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just going to skip by. I'll, I'll read the first few and be like, okay, yep, yep, I got it, I got it. And then, you know, on the fifth and sixth and seventh time it pops up, I'm just skipping them. I'm not even reading the first, I've got to be honest. <laughs> well, if Wait, the first I... one pops up and it says, like, use AWSL to move, you're like, all right, forget it. I'm just skipping all of these because <laughs> yeah, they're so I've basic. I've got this from here. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I wonder how many games you've quit because you didn't. you missed some core mechanic. That just made it fun. I have discovered a lot of mechanics very late into games because I never read the things it was trying to tell me. You know, in in Zelda Breath of the Wild, there's that dodge mechanic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I knew it was there and I did it for the tutorial and I pretty much never did it again because I couldn't figure out like the timing. (laughs) Okay. Like I'd do it sometimes by accident and be like, oh, great. And then try to do it, replicate it. And I just couldn't. And you played a lot of uh, Elden Ring, right? 
Yeah, I, I never, I never parry an Elden Ring either. Can't get the timing. <laughs> well, okay. Which is also leads back to Alaloth, where my build, I have no shield. Oh yeah, because I can't, par- I can't get the parry timing. <laughs> oh, so I just boy. like dodge. Okay, interesting. So you, you just, uh, do you play rhythm games? Uh, I have. Are you ever good at? Are you, are you good at them? Um, I, I got okay at Beat Saber. Okay, but also. No, I'm not yeah. very good at them. Guitar Hero? No, I never. I, I missed Guitar Hero. I never. Oh. That whole, you know, the big like rhythm music game yeah. time. I completely missed that whole like oh, man. thing. That whole generation. I knew people who bought all of them pretty much. Uh, I got like Guitar Hero and Guitar Hero Two. Yeah, and uh, that was the extent of it. I wish I had gotten Rock Band because uh, the drums always looked. I always, I always wanted to play them, but like this was at a. They came out at a time when I was like. A real student and didn't have any money. A real student. Real student. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Real student. Uh, didn't have any money. Didn't have any friends that had any money. So mm. nobody I knew had this thing. Yep. Just yes, and but I'd listen to podcasts, um, and people would talk about oh you know playing rock band or whatever. And I'm like man that sounds like so much fun. Yeah. And I remember going to um, Armageddon. That was like our uh, big pop culture show mm-hmm. uh and they had the beatles rock band there because yep. that was a huge huge hit and i was like this looks like so much fun oh my god when i get a job and have some money i'm gonna get this <laughs> and then by the time that happened that, the the fad was over yeah there's no true <laughs> metaphor for life is there yeah <laughs> now that you're an adult with a job with your own podcast yeah. you don't have to listen to podcasts anymore you can make your own yeah no rock band no rock band no beatles no um anyway the reason i ask is because yeah uh all of those are, are basically timing mechanics. Yeah. Um, um, I've never been particularly great at timing mechanics. Mm. Um, Alaloth, I, so I played about an hour. Really hard. Yeah. Um, some weird signaling in terms of like how, how to like determine what your next task is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like uh, you get quests very early on. Pretty much right off the bat, you can get like six quests. Mm. And, uh, and you can set uh, quest markers and you're like quest tracker thing and uh uh they'll tell you where to go and sometimes where they'll tell you to go is like uh, a four or five skull dungeon and i don't know what those skulls mean but i think more of them is bad yeah and uh something one might really find out <laughs> well that's that's the thing that's why i feel that's what's so dangerous about it is because um if you go into that dungeon you're locked into yeah. it until you either finish it or die yeah and so like to see oh i'll see how dangerous it is it turns you, out it's very dangerous, and I lose. <laughs> first time I went into one, I got, like, wrecked on just the first few guys mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I, I'll need to leave. And I walked back to the front door, no way out. No. Like, which is very annoying because <laughs> yeah. the, the, the art is a clear open door. Yeah. It doesn't um, really make any sense, does it? No. Um, the combat is uh, very complex, and I have unlocked zero skills so far, so it can only assume it gets more complex. Um. Uh, the, right off the bat, so let me. Uh, we did we talk about the combat last time? I tried to. I tried okay. to talk a lot about it, but like, yeah. didn't really. Uh, didn't really so do it. There's For a listeners. lot of pen discussion about yeah. moving around as a pen. Yeah, I talked yeah. a lot about the pen. That's I talked I a lot about. <laughs> I also got really hung up on uh, the the law guy, the law NPCs that yeah. are around, and <laughs> that was the thing you mostly talked about. Was like, dude, you could you could talk to people about lore, and, and they I'm have like, an icon above their head. And I'm no, like, you, you can, can choose not to. You can you choose not to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. As if this is a great. That sounds thing. like every game. But 
but I think I think what I what I actually liked was just uh, that it told you uh, that this is going to be a lore dump, so you know what you're in for. Instead of like you know games where you go and you you kind of talk to every person yes. and you're like, oh no, this is a load of lore I don't care about. <laughs> we know we talked yeah. about this last yeah. week. I just like the it, only thing we talked. I just about. like it signals what you're going to get. You know, exclamation mark request. No, we got it. We got scroll it. Scroll for lore. Oh my god. <laughs> you know. Oh, now I know. Thank did you. I just like to talk it. to the More? dudes, or did you choose not to? I didn't talk to them. No, oh. I talked to the quest guys. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> combat. It's uh, it's complicated. You can attack lighter heavy. Two kind of attack. Two kinds of attack. Yeah. Uh, you I, can block. If you hold your block button down, you'll just like reduce the damage you take. Uh, and eventually they can break your block. Yeah, I forgot to mention as well that there is a stamina meter. Yes. Um, so it's very Dark Soulsy like that. Like yeah. you can, like you can block and dodge and do all this stuff, and then suddenly like you're not attacking because you've used up all your stamina. So yeah. you really gotta watch it. Uh, you, if you tap the block at the right time, I think you can parry. Yep. Uh, there's a dodge. You can dodge through attacks. It doesn't really seem to matter what direction you dodge in, as long as you time it right, you'll just kind of avoid the attack. So yep. It's got some like some iframe mechanic, like mm. Dark Souls esque. Uh, and then this is where it gets real weird. There's a, a button for kicking, and kicking oh, is yeah. like very low damage, but can break a block yeah. if you do it enough times. Yep. Uh, and then uh, there's a throw dagger mechanic. You seem to just have infinite daggers as far as I can tell. Yeah, so it's funny. Like, the kick and throw daggers are moves that I've forgotten about. Yeah, but it seems like they, they put a bit of emphasis on it yeah. in, the, in the tutorial, which maybe you skipped. Uh no, because that that was an actual gameplay tutorial. That wasn't just like a wall of text. It's true. Uh, and the throw dagger is like so comically low damage. Yeah. It's basically to pull enemies towards you. And, it, and they kind of hint at it as like, uh, okay. uh, you can use this to like peel away guys. But when I used it, I, I hit one guy and then all the other guys was, came running. Was, <laughs> was that in a dungeon you tried that? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's weird because uh, in the in the open world, when you fight someone and you get... Um, in, you know, teleported to this like fighting area. Yeah, they're already the, all. They just charge at you anyway. Yep. Like yep. you don't need to like pick them off. No, it's it's purely for a, a dungeon thing. Yeah, but even then, it seems like just pull it, pull a bunch it of pulls, people. It just pulls the full pack. Yeah, so yeah. maybe the later a shame on is because like... that's a little bit interesting as a mechanic. Mm. Well, Being able guess... to pull and choose what to aggro. Like. Yeah, yeah. My guess is you have maybe areas where there's a couple packs nearby and using like proximity to try and aggro one like to aggro the other and that's where you want to use your uh, yeah. your dagger but i've ended up using i have an arrow skill that i've used for that exact thing though mm -hmm. so it at least in my build it's completely like useless the yeah. the throwing dagger thing yeah that sounds about right um yeah. I, I tried at first using a keyboard and mouse even though the game is like don't do that <laughs> use the controller <laughs> Uh, I like that it just comes up and be like, use a controller for this. Yeah. Uh, and so I swapped to the controller and it, it is indeed better. <laughs> uh, still, I would say it's still not amazing. Yeah. But it does, it's a lot better. But I think that they could have done a better job on keyboard and mouse. Like they've made some weird decisions in terms of controls for yeah. the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Can you not rebind anything? You can, but the, the core problem is there's no cursor. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah. When you, I suppose when, it's yeah. So it's just um, navigating oh. menus is an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Because 
is all assuming you've got a control stick and shoulder buttons and stuff. Yep. And not assuming you've got a mouse pointer because they don't have a mouse pointer. So, uh, and there's a lot of weird nested menus. Like, if you go to a blacksmith. Oh, yes. This is, this is my biggest issue with the game. And, like, again, I've only played an hour. So, I prob- you probably kind of get better at navigating these sorts of things. But let's, go, let's say you go to a blacksmith. You go there. Talk to them. Uh, there's a prompt to, like, open up their actual buy menu or whatever. They have a list of items. Uh, and then you can uh, buy or sell, I think, on that screen. Yeah. Um, and you can toggle between them with, like, your shoulder buttons. And then you do a different... Trigger. Thing, I think it's the trigger yeah. to swap to a different menu, which is repair or craft. And you have to toggle between them with your shoulder buttons. Okay. So it's, like, two sets of nested menus mm. yep. within two separate menu systems. And it just seems unnecessary. Yeah. The that um sort of thing is super frustrating too when you have not just nested menus, but sometimes like different controls for exiting different menus and yeah. things. It's super jarring in a way that is it, really off putting. Yeah. I find. Also just navigating the inventory is really weird, I found. Like, okay, so you have got these potion slots and if I want to uh equip a potion, um my instinct was like, okay, I'll just go to my potion inventory. But no, what you have to do is go to the potion slot, mm. and then even if there's a potion in there, it'll be like examine, I think, <laughs> and then and then from there you can swap which potion is equipped. Yeah, it's so quite... you're examining the slot in order to and change then, your potion, exactly, not examining the potion itself. Yes, it's. Uh, I might be missing. No, there's a there's a different button for examining items. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there, you can craft foods, but you can't eat food from the crafted food menu. You have to go to then your item menu yeah. to eat them. Uh, it's just lots of weird. I think the the usability of the inventory systems in that game are so far the worst part, and like bad enough that uh, it has made it uh, frustrating to do the parts that are fun. Yeah, mm. so far. Yeah, the um. The uh, the quest menu annoys me. Uh, yes, you can only toggle one to track. Is that yeah, yep. yeah? And there's also like just something really small where you've got your giant list of quests. Yep, and you see that you just picked up a new one and it's highlighted and it's like down the bottom. Mm. When you click on your um, when you click on your quest list, um, you know it starts at the top with the with a highlighted thing with the highlighted text of the quest uh and my instinct is to press up to like make that selection then um like jump to the bottom right you know like it's these things a loop like it's an infinite loop kind of thing but it doesn't you have to scroll all the way way down and the thing is when you've got it so you select it and then you're tracking it and you're like great close it out and then if you go happen to go back again, it doesn't automatically select the the quest you have tracked. It selects the top mm-hmm. the, the top <laughs> one in your in your list. So you have to, you know, yeah. click all the way down this yeah. list to to go and see the details of the quest that I you're tracking. Feel like a surprising amount of games get this sort of thing just way wrong. Yeah, yeah. it's it is uh, the sort of thing that you don't know it's bad until. Like if you're making it or whatever, like you're designing this this yeah this menu system, you don't know it's bad until you see a much better version. Really, yeah. It's mm. like, oh, the obvious answer is you have left and right tab 
to like oh, left and right toggles mm. for one menu and then left and right toggles for another menu and then a separate menu to get between these two yeah. many toggles. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they don't have they don't have looping between in your inventory. I think you got four or five different tabs of stuff, and you I don't think you can loop between them either. Like no, your inventory the only way to. To, if you want to go to all the way to the right, you have to tap like yeah. five times. You can't just tap left once. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they they rely so heavily on those bumper buttons and trigger buttons to navigate menus. It's, yeah, like you always have to stop and th and think. Okay, uh, this set this row of um of of menus. Yeah, like I can see that's the that's the uh, the bumper one. So I'll yeah. I'll go through that. But the one below, or like that's the trigger one. So you always have to like multiple times you press the wrong button and you're yes. like, you get lost in these menus and, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, have yeah, to back yeah. out and start again. Yeah. <laughs> While technically if I was at a blacksmith, I would be fewer clicks to, yeah. to do like bumper and then trigger to get to like the craft menu. Well, that's two buttons. Repair. I would rather just press like one button three times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So repair. And have it loop. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it loops, then it actually is solved. Yeah. Because it's only ever going to be two. One yeah, yeah, left yeah. to yeah. get to the right. Um, the repair, the blacksmith repair is the thing I go to the blacksmith like the majority of time for. Yes. And having to go, um, having to go like, you know, click on them and then trigger and then like um, go to the like bumper to the repair. Yep. Yeah. And then hit like. <laughs> like repair all and then okay that and then go out it's like like you get into a muscle memory of it but oh my god yeah, yeah. it's it's it could just be so much simpler mm. that that game def desperately needs like a ux yeah pass well here's a thing it's early access uh it is early access but they but also won an award as far as i can tell for like most promising game in 2018 <laughs> really so uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. On their Steam wow. page, they've got some awards from 2018. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So, wow. or maybe it's 2019. Mm. But it, it's it's an it's long enough ago that makes me worried that yeah, this is yeah. not something that they're gonna fix anytime soon. Yeah, because you'd think like uh, you'd think with enough people, like it, it only recently came out in early access. So yeah. with enough people actually now testing it, they must be getting some like data back from. I hope on so. Things. I because uh, I look, I think there's some really cool stuff in that game. So yeah, far. yeah. Again, I haven't played much. Like I do just, I do just feel like it's. Uh, not enough playtesting initially, really, like on on these sorts of things. Especially the menus. If they're like, if you're the developer, yeah. you've you've designed this and you've gotten used you to it, and it seems seems obvious to you. Yeah. And if you've been doing that for years, it's just it just seems obvious, and yep. you can't see through a new player's eyes anymore. Yep. Especially, yep. I think, if you're someone who doesn't play a lot of console games to begin with, it can be really easy to not know what to expect yeah, the default yeah. behaviors to be. Yep. Yeah. Um. The other thing that I don't like about that game so far is the portrayal of the story. Um, there's what, what story? Like there's the, the owl loss. There's, the, there's there's not like a big long cutscene at the start. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, the voice acting is like comically bad. See, so that <laughs> so that cutscene at the start was something I like mentioned, uh, and how like it's the most stereotypical like bad <laughs> intro. It reminded me of um when uh. I think it was before we launched uh, uh, 3.0 for Path of Exile, uh, which was, you know, the, the five yeah, extra, yeah. six extra acts. And there was um, this trailer that came out of China that was dubbed in English. Oh. And it had, like, this ridiculous voice acting and script. And there was a line in it was like, 
i.e. the beast. Was that the Garena Russia yeah, one? I think so. Yeah, oh, I remember that now. And it was it was ridiculous and silly <clears throat> yep. and hilarious. Uh, <laughs> very similar vibes from uh from the Owl thing. <laughs> so if you're into like the hokiest, goofiest sort yeah. of like what are you guys talking about? <laughs> With, like some of the voice acting. Also just <laughs> there are certainly some lines where they could have done maybe a different take. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like we're like the, the word is straight up mispronounced. <laughs> yeah, like they miss a syllable. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, what so does so like Alaloth? It, it's it's. I feel like this is going for like a a bigger like Diablo kind of vibe. Yeah, there's a lot you of tra- world building like they're doing, and in fact, some of the world building they're doing is actually cool. Like some of the the lore about the dwarves and stuff. When mm. you're building a character, you have you have all these options about houses. Yeah, that's there's right. There's all this stuff about the language. I also, haven't... There's, like, a lot of thought being put into the world building. It's just the conveying of the core story elements. Yeah. And the voice acting is so goofy yeah. and bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that house stuff, I've not seen any real impact on my game, though. Right. Like, the house you yeah. choose at the start doesn't... Doesn't, it doesn't seem to matter. So you chose a you also chose a deity, right? Yeah. So there's one that is clearly the best one. Really? Yes, oh. because you get a trinket. You get this like this like legendary trinket with it that yeah. does, has a bunch of like pluses to your stats. And oh. none of the others well the the others give like stats to certain things. Like there's a god of like sneaking or whatever, and so like <laughs> your your stamina or something is like better or yeah. god of gold and you'll get like more gold. But this guy's just like Overall, you, you get more stats. Overall, better, yeah. Well, the, that's an interesting one. I haven't, I ha, like I said, I haven't played much, and yeah. I saw that, and I was like, oh, that one—that's the that one comes with an item. Yeah, but as far it's, as I could it's tell, also the only one that comes with an item. Yeah, but as far as I could tell, it also came with some negative stats. I don't think. And uh, my thinking was, okay, the item is probably pretty good, mm. but it's also probably something I'll replace. Some point, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and but then I'll, I'll just be stuck with the negative stat. I've been playing with it for quite a while, and uh, I don't think I've replaced that yet. Yeah, because it's like it's orange, right? And you know the standard item color. Yeah, orange is most pretty high up items. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was a green, I'd be like, nah, get out of here. I don't want a salad. Yeah, I want a fruit salad. Uh, I want a I want an orange salad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want a bright soda. Yeah, give me a Fanta. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yep. Thank you to our sponsor, Fanta. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about Slay the Spire. All right. We, we've all played it. Uh, or as Paul's just sitting here going, why are they talking about Alolol? <laughs> it's and... kind of funny, though. <laughs> you, we I, should... look, like, I also like that I haven't played it, but I kind of <laughs> know what the frustrating <laughs> points of it are. Yeah. Well, I haven't this... heard a lot of good reasons to play it, to well, be honest. I... Oh, other than the whole, uh, I tell you about the law. It's got like yeah, the exclamation mark things. I can choose not to talk to dudes. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you can But I could also to choose to not even play the yeah. game. By the sounds oh, of it, the game could have an icon over it. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I think look, I think there's some cool stuff. Again, I only played an hour, but like the the actual art within the game is beautiful. Uh, if you ignore the 3D models being kind of, <laughs> they're not terrible. They're just not like amazing. But the the cities themselves are sort of pre-rendered and beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, got that Boulder's Gate vibe. Do you know what yeah, I'm exactly. I'm saying now about yeah, yeah, the Boulder's Gate? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the human characters, though, your character, I I it's 
It looks like something from the 90s. It looks like some uh, Neverwinter Nights uh, character <laughs> yeah. creation. Yeah, yeah. It's very low detail. Yeah. Um, the, but then, and the, the combat itself, besides being like complicated, it, it uh, I can tell it's going to be like satisfying once I get used to it. Uh, there's the whole like rival system, which is interesting to me. Oh, yeah. Did you understand what was going on with that? Yeah. Okay. Was it explained in some text? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. There you go. Yeah. When you're making a new game, there's like an option to play with or without these rivals, and they explain very clearly what the rivals are. Well, no, are. no. This, yes, okay. But like <laughs> the rivals, it says, it, it says other players, though. No. No, it says other champions. No, I swear no. that there's an online. There might be an online thing. When I log in, it's like you can invite a friend from your friends list uh, to play or something. Okay. Like Steam, yeah, Steam yeah. has a little pop-up. At no point is it like, uh, yeah, there's going to be other players in your game. No, 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 no. They're just, they're just AI. This is other champions. I, I swear that it's like, That's, oh no, well, whatever, you whatever. Can swear I'm, whatever you want. I'm... I'm telling you what the game says. <laughs> all right, all <laughs> Cause, right. Because I remember you saying this, and I was like, yeah. oh, this must be the feature. And I read it, and I was like, Blake doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's there's like two options though. Yeah, and one of them well, is like single player. Yeah, one of them says single player, and what does the other one say? Like co something it's it's like competitive yeah to me sounds like multiplayer it's that's okay that's fine it can sound like whatever you want to sound like so it's not multiplayer it's <laughs> no, just it's, multiplayer. it's just some other npcs multi-ai it's yeah multi-ai all right well okay <laughs> i think they need to add this feature then <laughs> how would that even work exactly that's what was my question <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't i work. was like i don't understand how this works it can't work but it turns okay so i didn't understand how it worked but it turns out i just read the thing wrong in the first place yes yeah, yeah. Uh, all right slay the spire uh let's talk about okay uh i'm sure everyone who's listening is like yeah guys it's been out for like four years what are you talking about <laughs> um but we'll we'll quickly go over what it is uh, it is a uh, card-based, turn-based fighting, deck-building roguelike. Yeah. Yep. Uh, is that about right? Rogue Roguelite, I guess, is technically the term. Mm. Yeah, because you do unlock stuff that you can use later. Yeah. Um, and you are... Uh, the whole the whole concept is you're climbing a spire level by level, and uh, there's sort of a, a basic map that you navigate. Uh, there's a few different kinds of level you can encounter. Your basic monster... A question mark, which is like an event, which can be like monsters, or it can be like uh, choice-based things, or it can even be mini-games sometimes. Yep. Mini-games? I've not seen any of those. Well, that's because you haven't played enough, Blake. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I got pretty far. Blake, how far did you get? I got to the next level, the city. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I got got like, uh, I would say like four encounters into that and then that's probably as far as i've gone so you got four encounters into the second level yep how many levels are there i mean there can't be much more there's uh technically four so i'm almost halfway (laughs) uh no easy this game's easy uh there's four different characters how many characters did you play uh i've only got three okay uh i i i was expecting the next character to be unlocked but it's yet to be unlocked. Right. Yeah, probably because you haven't played enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just teasing Blake because it's it's very easy, really. I was having a great time with it. That's, that's great. Uh, tell me what what was you what did you play? What I you I ended up playing uh, so the electric guy. <laughs> 
yeah, that the, guy. I think he's called the Defect. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I mean, he he was the 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 latest one I've unlocked, Mister Mister Orby. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I just like his whole like orb mechanic thing where yeah. he's got he just does damage at the end of his turn, guaranteed. Yeah, I feel well, like almost, the ones almost guaranteed. I played. He was definitely the most fun in terms of like you actually felt like you were doing a bunch of stuff yeah yeah and i actually got into like quite a good kind of uh kind of good like i guess synergy is Uh you know um from the the cards that i was picking yeah you you must love this because it's got the whole drafting thing as you go yeah i do like it i do like it a lot yeah uh uh yeah so i've played it a lot I think I've only got like one unlock left for most of the characters, so you oh, think each character has about five, yeah. uh, and they get progressively more difficult to unlock. Um, for those who, uh, I, I don't know if, if I should spoil anything, because I mean, Blake hasn't even reached the third area. <laughs> I'm let alone, almost there. Let alone the I'm box. basically there. <laughs> I pretty much finished this game. Uh, <laughs> Paul, how how do you how do you how truthful do you rate that statement? Um, yes, that's more generous than I would have. <laughs> it's it's my truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's true to me. Uh, so you've been playing the? Have, have you unlocked all the characters, Paul? I have. I've unlocked all of them. Although I haven't actually played the last one yet. Okay, interesting. Yeah, the, uh, the last one. Well, why don't we talk about the four characters? There's uh, uh, the first guy is basically sort of like your sword and board warrior. Yep. It's he's all about basically attacks and and shields and uh, yeah blocking, um and that's more or less it. There's he's got some interesting power synergies that he can do. It feels uh, like it's really just strength scaling. <laughs> strength scaling is definitely a really good strategy. Uh, one of the th- one of the most successful runs I think I had was a self damage. Run oh wow! Where uh so there's a uh there there's a mechanic in the game where you called like I think they're called relics. Yeah. Um, and they're just like permanent uh, modifiers to your character. Um, and one of them is whenever you play a power, which is a, a card type, uh, a different card uh, that cost is reduced to zero. Um, and uh, I really, really like powers because powers tend to be permanent buffs. Yeah. And uh, the warrior type character has a power that is like at the start of your turn you deal a damage or maybe it's at the end of your turn but you deal a damage to yourself and you can draw and you draw an extra card and he has another one that's like at the end you deal a damage and you uh, to yourself and you deal five damage to everything else mm. and there's another one where it's like every time you a card deals you damage you gain a strength mm. yeah and that combination is great mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's also um uh one that is like your block doesn't go away at the end of your turn. Wow, that's so, a big one. So you can do lots of things to like accumulate block. You take a little bit of damage from your health mm. uh, just because of those cards, but your strength goes up crazy fast, and then you can just wipe everything out off the board. Mm. Um, that's a pretty powerful combination. But I do like, in general, uh, the number of kind of interesting permutations you get, even with that sort of quite basic, boring character. Hmm. Um, so that's that's your basic character. You've got uh, the next one's I think called the Shadow, no, the Silencer, the Silencer. Yeah, the that that Silent one, Sil- poison necro kind of looking dude. Yeah, it's a rogue basically. Yeah. It's a rogue archetype. I only played that one once. Yeah, me too. I struggled with that guy. 
I played him the first time I played him. I ended up beating, I think the, uh, like the the full run. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, he, I, I he's a really tough one. He's like sort of the flimsiest of all the characters, as far as I can tell. He has like the the least capacity to generate block reliably, hmm. and um, uh, a lot of his powers aren't that strong. But some of them are insane, and he has ridiculous card draw, and he has the capacity to generate ridiculous numbers of cards. Hmm. And yeah. poison as a mechanic can be really strong, but um, because it's like an overtime mechanic, you have mm. to be able to generate a little block to make really get value out of it. Yeah, I was seeing a lot of like uh, discard cards as well. Yeah, so, and, and and cards that get buffed based on how many are discarded. Right. So, like, I can see that there's a way to build your deck where like discarding cards is like the main way you're doing damage right. or whatever. Yeah, there's um. There are some quite interesting archetypes for mm. each of these classes. Hang on, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, here we go. Oh. Uh. Good luck. That's unsatisfying, isn't it? When you, oh, when you try to sneeze and then you don't. It ran away from me. Oh, no. It's going to come like, out mid-sentence now. It was even disappointing to watch because yeah. like, we had all the anticipation. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I really let you down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the this, the, the, this character... Uh, a few archetypes. There's this discard mechanic, mm. which is quite cool. There's some cards where it's like, if you discard this, you get a bonus. Yeah. I don't like those cards. Really? I mean, from a design standpoint, they're great. Yeah, yeah. But from a gameplay standpoint, um, they're so unreliable. Yep. But that's Often what I'm they, thinking. There, there must be a way to build your deck where those are quite useful. They probably, but it's. I think that's a that's an archetype where you have to... Um, this is true for most characters. You have to get quite far through a run yeah. before that strategy starts to probably become cohesive um you for that strategy to work you first of all have to have enough things sources of discard mm. and enough sources of things to to discard yeah and enough card draw to cycle through those things so it's re it feels reliable otherwise you end up with like hands where you don't have anything to discard mm. but you've got discard cards and you have hands where you've got only things that can be discarded and you can't play anything because yeah. they can't be played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's so uh, hit and miss that I tried, mm. I, I tried that archetype a bunch of times and never got far enough for it to feel yeah. cohesive. I did I did find there were a couple of uh, really kind of interesting uh, encounters where there are, there are monsters that put cards in your deck. Yeah. And some of them actually like do damage if they're still in your hand at the yeah. end. And others I think are just there to like fill up your deck and, yep. and mean hand space. Yeah. Mean, mm. It means then you have actually less usable cards. That's exactly right. But with the whole discarding thing, you can just discard, you can discard those. Yep. And, yeah. and then like, so that then kind of, if you've got a, I guess, good enough discard kind of deck, mm -hmm. those kind of enemies, you're like, Oh yes, send me more cards. Yeah. I'll, I'll just discard <laughs> all of them. The problem is you still, they'll still take up draw space. Yeah. Um, and so even if you, have a bunch of discard cards. Yeah, yeah. You're still you're only discarding a card that you would have discarded anyway. Kind of that, that's that's still it's still like a, a dead slot in yeah, your hand. Essentially. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and worse than that, when you discard a card, it doesn't disappear from your hand. Most of those cards, like there's yeah. a there's a card called Days, which is a status that just takes up space in your deck in hand. Mm. And uh, when it enters your hand, you can't play it. But at the end of your turn, it goes away. But if you discard it, it sticks around. Oh, I, I just know, yeah, that's it, right. It, there's a slime one okay. too, right? 
The slime one you can play. Yeah, you can and it play. doesn't it doesn't go away at the end of your turn. You have to play it to get rid of it. Yep. Um. So yeah, I kind of liked that because then you still at least have the choice of getting rid of some of them. Yes. Whereas some of the some of the other ones can just ramp up real fast. Yeah. The, like Especially the if you're playing a, um one of the decks that you're sort of rotating a small number of cards mm-hmm. frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's real easily uh, easy to get that diluted into a unplayable deck anymore <laughs> yes especially in that first area there's like one of the so one of the encounter types is like an elite monster kind of thing i think that maybe they're called elites um, yeah i think they are elites and the, uh, they're, they're basically monster skulls with horns on the map and they're just extra tough monster encounters and one of them is like these three diamond looking yep dudes mm, mm-hmm. i think we've all played that <laughs> yep yep and uh they they only they, they basically alternate between two skills it's deal nine damage or add two dazes to your deck. Yeah. And those dazes <laughs> build up <laughs> real fast. And uh, you get like one good cycle of, of draw. And mm. then uh, after that, like half your cards are dazes. Yep. Uh, I had this, I had this uh, run where I was doing a lot of like um, drawing extra cards. Like I had a lot of cards that yep. just allowed me to draw extra cards. Yeah. Um. So I, I those guys like, didn't seem too much of a problem because I think I just kept drew through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's sort of what I think is really cool about this game. Is yeah, some of the it really depends on your archetype, like and your your particular deck, mm. the character you're playing. So, the rogue archetype I've been really enjoying, for example, um, it it produces a card called uh, Shank, I think, or Shiv. Hmm. It's like a, a zero cost four attack, hmm. uh, yeah. uh, four damage attack. Uh-huh. And um, you can pay one. It's a card that produces three of them and it costs one. Hmm. So you're basically getting 12 attack. That's cool. And then there's relics that is like every time you play three attacks within a turn, you can get a strength hmm. or a dexterity. Yep. And each of those boosts either your like damage or your blocking respectively. Um, and then there's like every time you play three attacks, you get three block. And so my whole thing was like, I just get tons and tons of these shivs and I play them out and I get lots of strength Shiv and, <laughs> strength and dexterity and block. Uh, and there's a power that causes all of your zero cost cards to deal four additional damage. Oh my God. Or maybe that was a relic. Wow. And then there's another power. There's an actual power that is like your shivs in particular deal four extra damage. Yep. And so like I got to the point where my shivs were dealing 12 damage each. Holy heck. Or maybe it was like 16, something ridiculous. Wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was really, really strong. Up until like the final boss. Oh no! I just could not generate enough block to survive ah, the ridiculous yeah, attacks yeah. he's putting out. Ah, yeah. uh, I, I do. I am interested in playing, trying to play a character that goes quite heavy on block, and basically it's just a battle of attrition. So uh, the rogue, I think, that, like that. That one's maybe a bit tricky. Uh, I tried to do that. There yeah. are some decent-ish block options. Uh, and I thought poison is my like damage avenue, mm. but then I fought a boss that was able to just get rid of my huge stack of poison. Oh wow! And I was like, well, I guess I lose. <laughs> that felt pretty bad. I have yeah. to say. It was no there real warning. There are but... enemies that go straight through block as well, right? Mm, well, I I don't think so. Nothing I've experienced. I've seen cards that just remove block and do damage. There's there is a I'm card. I'm thinking of that other game I was playing. Mm. <laughs> that other game. That rogue adventure one that got me done this. Oh right, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the the archetype, you, the character you guys haven't played, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's got a really interesting mechanic, and you guys, I think you'd both enjoy it. 
it has stances. Um, okay. So you have a, a two-cost card that puts you in a wrath stance. Yeah. And while you're in wrath stance, it deals damage and puts you in the stance. While you're in the stance, uh, you, you double damage dealt and taken. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I did hear about this, and the other one's a defensive one, right? The other one, it's, it's not quite defensive. It comes with a, de- a, it's built into a defensive card. Excuse me, uh, a defensive card in your starting hand. Okay. Um, it's like it gives you like eight block, and puts you in a uh, stance called calm. Uh, and when you leave that stance, you get two extra energy. Oh, yeah. so the idea is kind of like you go into calm. Hmm. At the end of a turn, or uh, at the, potentially even at the start of a turn, if you want to like generate a bunch of energy, and there's ways to like enter calm for like one cost. Uh, is it energy? Is the it's your it's your resource? It's your mana, basically. Yep. 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 Um, it's funny because um, I didn't like maybe I, I skipped the tutorial, uh, so <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. Uh, uh-huh. But car, there are cards depending on what you're playing. That energy symbol is different. Yeah, and it was, I base like I went from playing one character where it was like you you uh, you know, play this card and you'll get extra energy, and the energy looks like a little like kind of triangle kind of like thing. Yeah, and I was like, and but it do, it doesn't say energy. It just says it just says just get extra yeah. icon. And I was like, okay, I understand. Oh, that's the energy symbol. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Played the next character, and there was like play this card and you get a blue square. And yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. I hope that's yeah. the energy. Yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. just try it. <laughs> I noticed that as well. And there's a, um, there's a relic that lets you uh, get colors of all, like cards from all classes. Yeah. Yeah. As well as colorless. And uh, that, <laughs> I don't know that I've actually tried using energy generating cards from other classes. I assume it works, mm. but the icon- icons don't change at all. Oh, right. So uh, <laughs> I have, I have questions about Maybe that. you just get another hit set of uh of energy <laughs> well it's interesting because be when you get that thing uh if you get any cards that generate orbs and you're not on that orb character yeah. you get an orb slot oh wow huh. um, it just is it's always empty at the start yeah yeah and wow. you only start with one as far as i can tell uh, but you can in theory start building out an orb that's so basic <laughs> character yeah um i think the the idea of building like a block yeah focused character there's uh both the, like the starting like I think I unbreakable or whatever iron iron heart iron the guy the soldier guy yeah the, the, basic... the, the most basic character the yeah. warrior dude <laughs> yeah he's fairly he's a pretty good uh yeah one for that because he's got um like a body slam oh yeah card that yeah. Just deals damage based on your block yeah yeah um but then also the uh the defect the the robot dude yeah yeah I that that's where I stumbled into this yeah where i realized i was like damn i can just like stack tons of of the cheap, orbs cheap block uh because i, I yeah. just ended up with like cards that gave me block that were like like some of them i'd managed to get to zero cost nice so i was just guaranteed like a le- uh, level of block yeah um uh yeah because there's the innate cards on that yes character where you just it's just like and it's yeah, so it's usually at the start of the game, it starts in your hand. Yeah. And you just get like 12 free block or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. It's like every combat, you just. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, those. um, That fight that we were mentioning with the with the three diamond shaped dudes. Yeah. I was getting, I was getting like 20 something block <laughs> easily and still damaging mm. them. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is, seems like a pretty cool way to play. Yeah. Yeah, he is fun. Um, and it is a good strategy mm. there's a stat called focus which increases the damage of those orbs oh yeah like permanently Whoa. Yeah, um, right. within at least within a combat yeah, so yeah. you can 
just to stack up those that focus and then that's cool uh because there's also orbs that generate armor yeah that generates more armor oh so you can just get a bunch of orbs huh get a bunch of focus yeah and just sort of weigh that out basically so it's not because a terrible the, strategy there's the expand the number of uh orb slots on yep. and then there's consume or something as well which yeah. reduces the number of slots it gives you a focus gives you a focus yeah um i i've stayed away from consume because the consume cards uh they they re-enter your deck uh but the are well, the additional orb slot cards don't so you mm. can you'll cap out your orbs basically based on the number of orb generating or, or slot generating yeah uh cards and then you'll never run out of consume so you can get to a point where you only have like one orb and crazy high focus. Yeah, the focus I think at that point is so high that it isn't going to matter so much. Yeah, I guess it really is a matter a, a question of what, how quickly you uh, want to fight, because then uh, it's it's really against the high health bosses where this becomes so. One of the other things though is that the card that increases your number of slots is a power, right? That's right. And there's the relic that can give you a free, random power card at the start of every yeah. Turn. That's so right. you can there effectively end up with an infinite supply of focus is it a free power at the start of your turn or at the start of combat it's the start of your ooh, no it's yeah. the start of your turn that card that oh it, relic I think, is i think like is insane a, is it a different power that gives you a power at the start of your turn oh i think it might be anyway i, I know what you're talking about yeah and yeah there's there is that yeah um power a power-based build for that character is really really fun power-based mm. builds are usually what i gravitate towards anyway yeah uh uh, one thing I did um, notice about this game. So there's a few different kinds of progression within a run. Um, you've got uh, your relics, which you get from those like elite encounters, from boss encounters, from chests, and from events. And those are those things mm -hmm. that are like permanently on your character, mm -hmm. like little ob yep. objects. Um, and then you've got um, the capacity to like add or remove cards from your deck, which is um, sort of a general power creep over the course of a run because you're losing your low power cards and getting high power cards in theory and cards that are more suitable for your archetype. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the third one, which is upgrading cards mm. and upgrading cards is interesting because usually it's just like, here's more damage and here's more armor. Right. Sometimes it's, more. they cost zero. Yes. Sometimes they lower the cost. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes it's like innate. Yeah. And, and, uh, or, or it changes, like, uh, some fundamental stat on it. Like, you get extra oh. strength or it deals huh. an extra weak, like, an extra status, basically. Yeah. And those are where the build-defining upgrades seem to live. And it's kind of, tr it's, it's pretty opaque. Mm. It's so annoying having to hover over every single card yes. to check what its upgrade's going to do. Yeah. Especially on phone. Yeah. You to, like, tap Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the, the, use, the UI is probably my biggest criticism of this game in general. Um, you are... Uh, the 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 actual buttons for like uh, interacting with dialogue are so small, and the buttons for using potions. Oh yeah, the potion <laughs> buttons are virtually impossible <laughs> to use properly. You mean clicking on the actual potions? Yeah, yeah, with your finger on a phone. Yeah, it's because like they are a... quite small. But then when you click on them, it's very big text. Yes, <laughs> but the actual, but the actual initial icon click is tiny. Is like, it's tiny. It's yeah, like, you're right. It is. It's it's so hard <laughs> to use them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've and and also um, you just using the right cards. I've accidentally 
Huff used the wrong card it. multiple yep. times. Oh, oh, the wrong right. enemy. Yeah. Um, for a, a while at the start, I kept trying to just tap the card, then tap the enemy, but like it seems to be a lot better to drag it. Yep. And if you just do the tap thing, things can just go wrong. If you... Yeah. But because they support the tap thing, I have ended up using the wrong card when I'm trying to drag. Yep. It's exactly. it's quite... Uh, yeah, the UI is big. This is the biggest problem with mm. that game on mobile. But the actual gameplay is fantastic. Yeah. I'm really, really enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's great. I don't even... Like, uh, card games, I really don't get into very much. Yeah. Uh, Hearthstone was pretty much the last card game I actually got into, and that was Gwent. like... What's that? Gwent. I didn't... I ne- You know what? I've never liked Gwent. Gwent. <gasps> I, I avoided it when I played The Witcher. Um, I, I did it for certain missions that, you know, you, you kind of had to. Um, but, like, I never went out of my way to play it. And I know, mm. like, a lot of people were like, oh, at some point, The Witcher just became a Gwent simulator. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, uh, you've played some other games of this archetype. How does this how does Slay Spire compared to the one you were talking about last week? It's so it's a lot more random, which I kind of like and don't like at the same time. The other game I was playing was a lot easier, but there was a pretty clear path each time to be able to beat the game. You didn't have to rely too much on luck of like finding the right like in Slay the Spire. It feels like relics are really, really, really important. Um, but it's, yeah. yeah, and they're also We're, extremely random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. I just don't find it as addicting in the same way because mm. I can start a run and just be like, "Oh, this one's just not going great." Like it would kind of be better to start over. Maybe I should start over. Maybe I should put my mm. phone down. Mm. I like it, but. But you like some more consistency. I'd like just a little bit more. Like I'd like to be able to start a run and have each run be potentially successful. Right. With roughly within roughly the same margins. Interesting. Where they're very much not. I've had some runs where you just start out and you just get OP like early. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. other runs where you just see nothing good for quite mm. a while. Yeah, that's true. I'm liking the day. It's quite a good I quite like it. I like it. I don't. I don't know that I like it more than that other one I was playing. What's the other one you're playing? If you like that one more, maybe but I'll give that a go. The other one's easier, well. and it's kind of like it's like the light version of it. Yeah. What was it but, called? Uh, Rogue Adventure. Rogue Adventure. Okay. It's I'm like way more basic. There's way more you can do, and you just kind of just keep. But like how you play each run is important. Hmm. You can't just cheese your way through it. You'll just straight up yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah. But each run, you can probably beat it. Hmm. And it has increasing difficulties as you go on stuff. It gets reasonably harder. Hmm. But like I know objectively it's a worse game. Like the the gameplay is more your your style, I suppose. Or like gels with you better. I think so. Yeah. Even if it's not as polished. Yeah. It's just not as complex. Yeah. In good and bad ways. Slay the Spire. Like, Slay though, the Spire, I... I do think, is like legitimately a better game. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, this is this game that uh, like is just scratching a niche that Slay the Spire doesn't. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it's almost the one where I'm does. just like, yeah. I can just open it and I can just go and I don't need to like, I don't feel like I'll be wasting my time. Right. Because each one's going to be moderately successful. But so much, so much of 
the success of uh, a Slay the Spire run is I find the paths that you take. Yeah. So does this other game have something like that, or is it always the same? Yeah, no, it really does. Okay. It, like all the, it is very much like a copy of the game done simpler. Interesting. Okay. Well, I like the. So we were talking about the potions, right? I've yeah. never used one. Like I, I I'm constantly, I, I'm having a problem with them where, you know, it's that whole like. I'll save this until I really need it. Ah, uh, yeah. And then you never use it. Yeah. So I'm There's getting some that like relics that give you extra bonuses when you use potions and stuff as well. Uh, the relics too, like, uh, I think it's very easy to lose track of actually what's happening um, mm. because you can end up with so many relics. and An absurd amount. And, and you can just forget. You can, you can easily just forget what most of them are doing. So yeah. I, I had to like... During rounds, I'd have to be like, okay, what are these what are these relics doing? And like hover over each one. Yeah. And even then I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> it doesn't really seem to affect how I'm playing though. Like I'm just gonna keep playing the way I'm playing. Like Yeah, I'm, but then some of them are really important and you're gonna get double damage if you play one more card, but you don't know that it's just one more card until yeah. you, you gotta pay attention to all the little icons and because some of them have counters and some of them are important, some a lot of them aren't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I did have ones that were like every fourth attack or something does does double damage or something like that, yeah. and that would that would proc a couple of times, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got yeah. that. I had one that was giving me energy on every like some number of cards. Yeah, and I kept forgetting to pay attention to it and just not playing. Like in the turn, I just have a yeah. bunch of energy, and I was like, oh, I could have done this so much smarter if I was just looking at this little icon in the top left. Actually, this is pretty interesting that, like, the relics, they kind of reminded me of the uniques in Path of Exile. Yeah, except you can have, like, 40 oh, yeah. of them at once. Except you can have, a, yeah, tons of them. It's probably more than that. But, like, you can you can get, like, a particular relic and be like, uh, I'm I'm building my deck around this. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, the thing sure. that this procs, the bonuses this this does. Just like the uniques in, in PoE. Yeah. It's quite cool. But then yeah, the potions never, a... <laughs> never use. <laughs> You've never used it. I've never used them. So okay, because I I I I'm in that that mindset of like I'll I'll save these for when I really mm, use need mm, them and then the, never the, need them. The Skyrim mindset. Yes, it's a Skyrim mindset <laughs> where you end up with like ten thousand dragon bones. Yeah. <laughs> you can't drink the dragon bones, Blake. No, but you're like you collect them and go. I'll yeah. need these. These yeah. are dragon bones. <laughs> the dragon bones you actually will need to craft things. Yeah, but not. It's, it's um. It's also rockets in the original Resident Evil, right? Uh, you know, you I never played the original save Evil. rockets. So you get like one every so often. Okay, and like strong yeah, weapon yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. This is a this is a problem with a lot of games. But because they give you limited slots, I think it's a pretty good signal that you should use them. Yeah, I need to just start using them. We were just saying that like there's been encounters that we've both had where potions would say or saved us, and you forgot to use, and them. we just we just didn't. Yeah, I just forgot yeah. to use them. Yeah, that was the thing that got me using them in the first place. Is just losing yes runs and then looking up. Yeah, and being like, if only there's something yeah. I could do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's three potions. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, this would have given me fifty extra block. This would have given. Yeah, <laughs> I would have dealt about forty extra damage, yeah. and this straight up heals me. Okay, well. Yep. <laughs> oh well. But I might the next really need them later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they give them to you often enough that I, um, I got I got into the habit of using them just when I mm. needed them. Um, I basically save them for the elite encounters and the boss. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, and also, like I'm I'm pretty apprehensive about taking damage in encounters. The exception being the boss encounter. Yeah, yeah. Where if you can rush down the boss before you die, you get healed. So. Yep. 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 Um. 
Just thinking as well, I was thinking of uh, have it like this build where you're heavy on block. Mm -hmm. Like that has a like extra bonus thing where when you get to a campfire, you don't need to rest because you've right. not lost any life. So you can just all those campfires that you you stop at, you can just use to upgrade your gear. Yep. Like, or you can skip them and do a different thing. Like, or all that. Oftentimes, it's it's a campfire or an elite. Oh, yeah. So I tend to my strategy in runs has been to go whichever path is going to get me into the most elite encounters. Right. Because the most elite encounters means the most relics. Yeah. Um, now, what this does mean is often I will, I, I might lose on the first area more often. Yep. Um, but it sets me, when I don't, it sets me up really well for later. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Because relics really do feel like the half your dick. <laughs> yeah. They just can have such a huge effect on mm. on how your build ends up working. Like, I, yeah. Talking about that like shiv heavy run where mm -hmm. I just I'm, I'm just spamming tons of shivs. I had a run where um, I had uh, basically no things that generated from number of attacks. So like I, I could play tons and tons of shivs and I would get no like passive bonuses. Whereas I had runs where I would get like dexterity and strength. Yeah. And the difference between those two runs was night and day. Like mm. um, it, it really does make a difference. It, it, the, the thing you raise about it being a bit inconsistent because there's so many random elements, it's a very fair point. And um, I guess part of what I'm trying to do when I play is uh, be adaptable to what I get early on. Yeah. I often will go in with the strategy, and that's when I tend to lose hardest. Yeah, yeah. It's really about what you find and how you build around that, right? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know yet if there's any sort of underlying system about what it gives you or what it offers you. Like if it's detecting what tart cards you've taken and then offering you things that will synergize with it. Mm. Um, hmm. There's also this weird thing I often see in these sorts of games where um, every every floor or whatever has like a row of chests. You know, there's yeah. like one 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 floor where no matter which path you've taken, you're going to get a chest. Yeah. And I, I, can, <laughs> I, I wish I knew, and there's no really a way to know, but I... I just don't know if all those chests will always reward the same thing or if there's actually some underlying yeah. thing where it's like... I, I mean, I bet they are different. I'm sure it's just random though, right? Yeah. I guess because, you, I mean, matter. you can have starting branches that are exactly the same and uh, converge together into the same thing. And yes. I bet those really are just random and yeah. not the same starting mob or whatever. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to play more of it. Uh, I don't know if you guys want spoilers. Yeah, all right. I don't mind. I'm fine. Okay. So once you beat it, uh, you get, um, like, it takes you to a screen at the end of the credits with, like, three triangle-looking things or, like, oh. arrows. And as far as I can tell, it's, like, beat the game with these three characters. Uh, so once you once you unlock this thing, the next time you do a run with any of the characters, as far as I can tell, at least, uh, uh, you'll have opportunities to collect these jewels. Like these three jewels, basically, yeah. and it's always at a cost. So, like the first time you go to a rest site, it's either rest or forge or take a jewel. So yeah, you, oh, you have to forego one of those things to huh. take the jewel. Mm. And then the next time you go to the first chest you encounter is like, do you want the trinket or the jewel? You can't get both. Mm. Yep. Um, and then uh, you'll also get an elite that is like specially powered up. It's like one of the basic fights, but it's got a modifier on it. It'll have okay. like. Like twenty percent more health, or it'll have like regen built into it. Yeah. Or it'll start with a bunch of strength. And uh, if you beat it, you get 
all the stuff. You get all the normal things plus a jewel. Hmm. Yep. So it kind of um, will help you determine your initial path at least because you, you have a focal point. It, it, it's only one of the elite encounters that has this like flaming emblem on it. Hmm. So you kind of have to take the path that passes through there to get this like key basically. And once you get the key, when you beat the third floor, you get a secret fourth floor. Um, right. And it's very short as far as I can tell. I've never beaten it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've only gotten to the boss twice. Oh, wow. And the boss is really hard. Whoa. Um, I, I still haven't quite technically beaten the game. But is, I'm really enjoying it. Is the boss for each level set? Oh. No. There's, there's a range of different bosses. Yeah. It feels like the first one has like three or something that it rotates. There's like a slime. And then there's like a big jewel ghost thing. Hmm. And then there's like a robot guy who seems to tuck into a shell. Yeah. I think those are the three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought Yeah. I, I, I was wondering and I also wondered if it was like character based as well, because uh first time I got there with um uh I think it was that that first character that you the the soldier guy, mm -hmm. uh it was this thing that yeah, tucked into a shell. Yep. Next time I attack. managed to get there with the um, lightning guy, it was the slime. The second time mm -hmm. I got there with the lightning guy, it was the slime. Oh. So I'm like, it's, is it character-based? But like, it's just the <laughs> roll random. of the dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's random. random. Uh, the ghosts with like the, the hexagon ghost thing with the fire. Uh, that? I don't know how else to describe it. It's, hexagon it's, ghost it's, it's with a big, the fire. It's a big, it looks like basically a big jewel with swirly fire. And... Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know how else to describe it. It has little green I feel flames like I've that it maybe up. encountered that list in the other ones. Yeah, he, he's definitely the hardest. He does like some ridiculous attack that does like forty damage or oh, something. Oh god! And uh, and then he inserts a bunch of burns into your deck. Oh no! <laughs> like, oh no! I have fought that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's so much harder than the other two. I wow. don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. With the wrong deck, those slimes can be annoying as shit. But the thing about the slime is when you get it below 50 health, yeah. 50 percent health, it splits, yeah. guaranteed, and it will interrupt its attacks. Yeah. So you mm. can kind of calculate, like, okay, can I do I want to build up to a huge attack next turn, or do I want to shut down? And and you can, it's you've got like a you've got windows where you know you're not you're not going to take damage, and you're gonna it's gonna waste a turn splitting. Yeah. But it. Will split regardless of how much health it has left, which can be somewhat annoying. Really? Uh, once it's under fifty percent. Oh yes. If you yes. get it to like five health, yeah, it'll still split into two things with half health. Perfect. I always wonder. <laughs> no, if no, you... it splits into two things with five health. Does it? Yeah. Does it? I thought they both had full health. Not when I play. Maybe I just wasn't paying proper attention. Because I've, I've definitely I've... gotten the slime down. You know pretty far past halfway and then it split into two slimes and they were both at full health but they'll they'll have their full health yeah but their full health is equal to the amount of health that the original slime had remaining oh, oh is it yeah Interesting. So if well you, i just missaw that or something yeah if you get it down to like 90 health or whatever you'll have two 90 health slimes yeah and if you get one of those down to 45 it'll have it'll split into two forty five. Oh, cool. i have like this strong recollection of being disappointed that i'd healed the thing and I guess I was just wrong. Well, the bar will still look the same. Yeah, the bar, I think that's what. Yeah, full. yeah. Like if if there was two slimes and their bar was like, you know, five percent full each, then you'd probably feel like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've da damaged them. But it's just showing a full bar, even yeah. if it's like yeah. five five health. I've yet to beat the slime 
in one like pass, like before it splits. But I've beaten the beaten it before it splits again. Oh wow! So like I've had it so it splits into like two ten health slimes. And yeah, just wipe them out. Mm, that's good. I do like that. That's a thing. Like yeah. it, uh, it's fairly the systems are fairly robust in that game. It supports lots of different gameplay styles, which is cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then there's also what I like. They've got a lot of monster designs that will counter certain builds and uh, be easy for others, which is, which yeah, is exactly yeah. what you want. Mm. Like you there's... can get screwed by that sometimes, though. If, if uh, an enemy does properly counter you, yes. But I, I, I think that's necessary so that you don't have one all, yeah, all powered build. Like you need to have. Uh, it's it's saying like your your build can't just be one thing. Because you you need to have some fail safe built in because mm. there's always a chance you'll encounter this. You can't rely on just being specialized in doing one thing because yeah. then there'll be a monster that counters you. And that's important yeah. because for replayability, you don't want it to be like this is the build that beats the game. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's a lot of times when that build will beat the game unless you had this one monster that counters it. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, in my experience, I've hit most of the monsters in the game in a single run. As in, like, hmm. uh, the monster, there's a decent monster variety, but not so much that, like, uh, I I don't see one or, or uh, uh, several monsters completely in a run. Hmm. Um, the ones that really screw me, though, <laughs> yeah. are the ones that will change their attack. Oh. When you hit them, oh yeah, that that one sucks. <laughs> I I just ignore that. Eh? I just hit them as many times. I'm like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah. There's it, there's a real gambling element to it. It's like, yeah. Oh, this is it's only gonna deal ten damage, and I can definitely absorb that. <laughs> but I've got this attack left, and I can deal like fourteen damage. With it. <laughs> um, that's why I really I'm thinking like I'm gonna try a, a shield build the next time I I play. You should through. just like Absolutely. just always just always have a load of shield so you you're covered. Here's my guess. You're going to pretty quickly, you're going to face like the, I think it's called like the imp or demon. It's like the big red elite monster. Yeah. And you're going to lose. Is he just melts through shields? He does. He gains a strength whenever you play a uh, skill card. That's right. And almost all of the blocks. Oh, no. Block generators. Yeah, yeah. So he gains gains two strength. Yep. And uh, that's tough. And you're not going to be able to out DPS him because you're you're just so full. But that's great. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he's also the only thing in the game you'll have a problem with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Potentially. Oh, there is some that like, uh, they've got some that are basically taking time bombs, where it's like, you they just every three turns or whatever they gain three strength That's through true. A skill or whatever. Yeah. Um, and if you can't outpace them, then they will outpace you. But surely, you're... if you're building an entire deck specifically around block and some kind of block damage mechanic you should be able to outscale that if you're playing like the um the, like warrior type hmm. yeah you could probably pull it off but if you're i, I suspect blake's gonna play the a robot dude yeah <laughs> yeah and i don't know that you'd be able to out, out heal outpace that we'll see i actually had uh some of the most block i've had on that character yes exactly mm. but then you can't convert that to damage that's the problem no it's more like you just no, throw you up can't. a load of you you just you build, throw, build a bunch of orbs. Yeah, yeah. And sit back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just throw up a load of uh, shields. Yeah. And, uh, all, all you need is um, one of the dark energy. To oh go, yeah. Oh yeah. Bubbling through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen the dark energy? No. Okay. 
Interesting. It, you know how lightning will like zap every tick? Yep. Uh, the dark energy just gets more powerful every tick. Oh. It doesn't do anything until it is um, evoked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it deals damage equal to its like damage number. Oh, I see. That's cool. So focus will increase the amount of damage it gains per turn. Yep. Um, but that means you can get like... So, it, there's a card I think that also triggers them, uh, triggers their their like tick yeah skill. So yeah, you yeah. like it, it, you summon a an orb and then it, all dark orbs will oh my God. increase damage. Yeah, so um, you're really just sitting there waiting. Yeah, and then one big hit. Yep. Well, yeah. you'd want to be cycling the ice through. I've in not order used to time it so that yeah, your dark would deal a bunch. I've not of used with any uh ice yet i don't know what that does it's generates armor oh or block rather yeah so there's like yeah, a bunch of armor. different colored orbs you can yeah because i was i i was just going through getting just the general general electric yeah yeah, yeah. that's a different thing <laughs> um all right we are well out of time uh we do have a, one question i'll just read it out quickly this is from i made the universe for fun uh so thank you for that yeah uh, i think next time do a better job Whoa, man. This one's all right. Don't criticize unless you, you know, you hey, can't man. criticize someone unless you can do it yourself or better. Yeah. Those are the rules. Those are the rules? Those are the rules. That's oh, what man. I've heard on the internet. Did not know that. You know? Uh, my bad. Okay. Uh, what's your guys' stance on changing into a video podcast? Just curious if it'll ever be a thing. It's up to me, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. I don't get dressed up for the podcast. And I don't really want to get dressed up. What are you? Life. What are you wearing, Nick? I'm wearing sweatpants and a hoodie, and I uh, haven't had a shower today. We are all wearing hoodies. Yeah, fact. we're all wearing hoodies. Next day, anyone wearing the sweatpants? Yeah, I man. Think. Yeah, I got jeans on. Yeah, I, 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 jeans. I I used to wear only jeans basically, and uh, over time, my wardrobe has, yeah. especially since leaving like an office job. That's true. Has become more and more sweatpants. You, do you remember? Do you remember <laughs> the? Um, do viewers remember the end of the movie Surrogates, when everyone know. stepped out? Of their house. Nick's a little bit like one of those guys. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. That, that reference is lost on everybody. <laughs> People get it. There'll be someone being like, oh, man. I, oh, he's, I, he's I, I, I can picture what Nick zinged. looks like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm not against it. We should we could do it sometime for fun, maybe. Yeah. I'm uh, not against it, but then everyone will see how much I'm like swiveling back and forth in my chair. Yeah, they can hear it as well. It's fine. Okay. They'll also see how you're, you're getting a real though. surround sound. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just sounds right. like you're going from left ear to right ear in the in the listening. Oh yeah, it probably is happening too. Uh, if you'd like to see, I better get quieter. <laughs> you got a real a- ASMR vibe going on. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to see uh, us doing a video podcast, you should email frenziequestions at gmail.com with the um, uh, title, Blake, why, comma, don't you do a video podcast? I could, like, so I've got a, I've got a webcam. I could set well it up. Well done, Blake. We all know you've I'm got just, a webcam. Just, I was just bragging. I know. You know, you I, know I just wanted to brag. Um, I've always wanted one, you know. You, you could, we could, in theory, we could put this we, on Twitch or something. But hey, yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. I have, we'll I have thought it. of doing like a live stream Twitch, but then like a proper edited podcast. Mm. Yeah. You know, so they well, would a lot have, of people the, do the, that, the, right? live, yeah. the live streamers would have been, um, you know, privy to your, uh, well, maybe not privy, but uh, they, <laughs> they would have. My, my break? Your pee break. You know, <laughs> yeah, just okay. then they would have, uh, they, they would have gotten to see that. That's some bonus uh-huh. content for the, um, uh-huh. <laughs> 
They oh would have uh, they would have seen your sneeze. Guys, that you, didn't happen. Don't you oh. save that for the OnlyFans, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they could have seen Blake forget to speak last episode. Oh my god! For, for minutes, listeners at a time. don't even like. It must have cut. It, I think it did come through in the final edit, but my god, uh, I I edited out probably like three minutes of me stumbling over explanations of Alaloth. Yeah. It was tough. And I I just blanked out for like a good minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. That's what happens when you get old. Yeah. That and uh, just malaise, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back. Uh, I'm actually, we won't be back in a couple of weeks because I'm going overseas. We might have to try and get a... Uh... Okay, maybe we will be back. It just won't be, you know, I won't be back. Yeah, yeah. You'll You'll be back in, I don't know, next month. Or something. When the winds carry me here again. If you take some of the previous recordings, you could probably chop up Nick's voice. Oh yeah, and we right could that, just yeah. emulate him being maybe, here. Maybe I'll finally edit together that um, <laughs> Nick and Severn argue about Trump podcast that we've got like so much like unused like footage. Ah, of. how timely and relevant! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll be back whenever that is. Uh, if you email frenziequestions@gmail.com. Let us know what you have on your mind, etc. Questions about Slay the Spire? Ask them. We'll be back eventually. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> Triple H. If yeah. there was yep. a there's a radio station in uh Sydney called Triple H. Oh really? That yeah, it was a community radio station and it opened up three doors down from where I lived, just in this random building. They just yeah. were like uh I guess there was like a community radio community radio license up for grabs and it was them and some other place wow. competing. And they got the license and I for a few weeks I had my own radio show. No way. <laughs> <laughs> We like because they were like because we it was like okay there's a radio station let's walk in and check it out. We like wild Nick in the morning coming at you. <laughs> well, I was you drive in, to work. I was in seventh grade, so no. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, um, let's talk about video games. <laughs> Zelda's pretty cool. Uh, how about that Mario? <laughs> I think I talked about tech and tag tournament. What's the deal with Pac-Man? Why is he so hard? <laughs> walk, walk, am I right? <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to I want to show off who my last two uh, Facebook friend recommendations were. Oh my god, they're famous people, aren't they? Uh, one of them is that her Facebook name is Rose Catherine Leticia. Okay, but that's actually Rose Matafeo. Whoa, <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> it's just funny. I, I'm I'm like I think it's cool. I'm, I'm very celebrity adjacent. Yeah, yeah, you're like right there. <laughs> yeah. You could just like take one step and then you're you're there. Yeah, you're in that celebrity. It's, it's world. a very difficult step. <laughs> what I'm not really equipped for. That's just like oh. yeah. Anyway. You're there. You're knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're outside the party waiting. Yeah, looking Pre- through the window. I'm, I'm breathing heavily behind their shoulders. Yeah.